Spartanburg, South Carolina. Gentlemen, start your engine. Fox Sports 1498.3 FM presents Start Your Engines. Here's your race team for today. Show producer, Ronnie Black. Track reporter and racing insider, Nelson Crozier. Former NASCAR team manager and author, Greg Moore. Now, here's your host for Start Your Engines. Racing historian and author, Perry Allen Wood. Okay, are we on the air now? That sounds a little better. <laughs> okay, well, let's get this turned down. And thank you for joining us this morning on a kind of a weird edition of Start Your Engines. We, uh, of course, they've got me in here. And the first thing I did was push three buttons I shouldn't have pushed. But we have a uh, different lineup for you than we normally have. Greg is... Uh, He's taking care of some family matters. He's, his wife's a little under the weather, and, and he is as well. And Ronnie is doing some duties with uh, USC Upstate. I think they've got a big um, cross-country meet. Nelson Crozier, he'll join us, I hope, as usual, at 1040. Um, but sitting in with us this morning, and, um, oh, I can't forget uh, Alan Hill, who does our local uh, rundown and uh, and results. He is going to send his daughter in, Jada, who did it about two or three weeks ago and just did a fantastic job. She's going to join us after 11 and hopefully bring a special guest with us. And since that was sort of up in the air, I'm not going to say who it is other than Jada is going to be here after 11. But we do have um, a real friend of the show and, a, and one a member of a Spartanburg's several great racing families, and that's Bill Rossi, whose dad, um, Mario Rossi, of course, built cars and and some of the some of the fastest engines and, and won a lot of races back in the 60s and 70s. And uh, Bill, welcome to the show. Well, thank you. Good to be here. It's uh, that that's what you get for answering your text. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't mind helping out. Well, I knew we were a little short yesterday about uh, getting late in the afternoon when Greg said he wasn't going to be able to make it. And actually, Greg was. Uh, Hot on the trail of getting Ricky Craven on the show, which we've had before. Yeah, Ricky's great, and we'll probably have him. We've got like eight shows left, I think, something like that. And um, and I said, well, who would be my number one choice to come in here and uh, watch me screw this up? And I said, Bill Rossi uh, is is the guy I'm going to choose. So Bill was nice enough to respond and answer his phone. And um, so we're going to try to hold this thing together today and... Talk about uh, a lot of history because, um, well, Bill's got some uh, got some historic cars. I think he works on and, and some other historic projects, which is you know very close to my heart. That's what I really love. And uh, I'm not going to attempt to catch up the three weeks that I was off. I mean, I just uh, there's no way I can recap everything that happened. We've even had a. Uh, one series, the IndyCar series, they had their final race, and they're done for the year. Um, Joseph Newgarten is the champion there, and they had their final race at Sonoma. I mean, uh, Laguna Seca, which was, um, was a real cool race to see those IndyCars on 
that track with such uh, incredible um, changes in altitude. I mean, they got twists, yeah. turned around, and coming down hills and everything. And uh, plus, it was a double points race. But um, he sort of took the old uh, stroke to win. I think he had to finish uh, fifth to win the championship, and he finished somewhere around there. And uh, Hareton Colt Coulter won the championship. And, I mean, won the race, and for his second one of the year as a rookie, and I'm pretty sure he will be awarded rookie of the year. But otherwise, all the other series are going on and winding down. I know today for Xfinity, uh, they, it's a it's elimination race. Yeah, Dover today. Yeah, Dover today. It's an elimination race. So uh, they'll go from 12 to 8. They only start with 12. So they go from 12 to 8. And, um, of course, Jeremy Mayfield, we, uh, Mayfield, Jeremy Clements. Jeremy Clements, good grief, where'd I come up with that? Jeremy Clements, he, um, uh, you know, our local driver, we follow him very closely uh, every week, and I haven't been able to, and I, I think uh, he got mentioned a few times while I was off, but he's been, as I remember, he's had some pretty good finishes. I think he finished 11th last week, and mm-hmm. that's usually about where he runs. Uh, uh, no fault of his own, it's just uh, pretty much a... Uh, matter of his equipment you're you're pretty close with the clements out there Bill? yeah yeah i grew up across the street from you know tony and glenn and those guys and been kind of following jeremy more this year than i have in the past and you're you're right he seems to just hang in that you know between 10 or 12 or 15 and again it's just equipment uh i don't think there's much you can do about it unless you go rob a bank at this point <laughs> <laughs> well uh, speaking of robbing a bank i'll get to uh Jimmy Johnson in a minute because I see that uh, Ally has re-upped with him for three oh, more years. Nice. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Jeremy, he's uh, I'm flip, flipping over here to my Xfinity standings. And Jeremy's... I think he's 13th. He is. He's yeah. 13th. And, of course, the top 12 uh, made the cut. So he's, like, uh, leading his class. Yeah. It's a shame he didn't make it in, but... Well, we followed him every race, uh, and, you know, we were really hoping when it came down. I think three of the last five races or something like that were on the road courses, and yeah. uh, and he seems to excel on road courses. He does really well, yeah, and I think uh, I watched him at uh, Charlotte last week, and I think they had a, a small mishap in the pits that, or a couple of times maybe, that, you know, pretty much took him from, you know, probably being in the top ten to finishing 11th. Yeah. Know, so. What do you think of that Roval? I don't like it. I don't like it at all. <laughs> uh, that's the first time I'd ever seen a race in person there. Oh, you went? Yes, I actually oh. went. And, well, yeah, tell uh, us about it. Well, I mean, it's just, uh, it just seems like it, all you can do is just drive. I mean, there's no room to hardly to pass people. I mean, uh, everybody's bunching up, tearing up equipment, it seems like. Uh, it's just a, it's a tough course, you know. It's something hard to do in that short of a compact area. And and it has a lot on the line. Oh, yeah. I mean, definitely. it's one of the races in the in the the playoff right. as they call it and yeah. uh you know I, I watched it last year i watched it this year on mm-hmm. replay but i watched it last year i think i wasn't there but i watched it live and um they had that funky chicane or something on the back stretch that everybody was knocking mm-hmm. down i think uh bubba wallace took it mm-hmm. out and several others so that had been massaged a yeah. little bit it looked like yeah. but i i just i I was like, this. This is too gimmicky. Yeah, well, it's, I don't know if that's the so way to put small, it. But. You know, it's just uh, it's such a small area too. You know, I mean, it's, it's like seventeen it's, turns or yeah, something. And it's it's like a go kart. Yeah, it is. <laughs> you know, it's hard to you know it's hard to take a full size car and and drive it through there, and uh, and make any headway. 
You know, you just have to kind of get in line and go through and then come on out and see what you can do on the track. Well, you know, last year they had that wacky finish with uh, Jimmy Johnson's bonsai charge. Which, yeah. Uh, uh, took him, and I think it was uh, Truex. I believe mm-hmm. it was Truex that took out. We might as well go ahead and touch on that for just a second here. Uh, Chase Elliott was the winner, which yep. I'm always glad to see Chase win. Mm-hmm. Uh, and actually, he was... Um, he. <laughs> He sort of won in spite of himself. I, at one point there, he forgot to turn left going into the first turn and went straight into the barrier. Yeah, I think I seen that on the replay. And, um, you know, that, that could have been really mm-hmm. tough to, uh, to, recover uh, to recover from, but he did. And so he was the winner. He moves on to the next round. And um, Alex Bowman was second, so it was a good day for Hendricks. Uh, Hendrick. Uh, Kevin Harvick was third, Clint Boyer fourth, Brad Keselowski was fifth, William Byron in another Hendrick car was sixth, Martin Truex, who was pretty upset, was seventh, Ryan Blaney eighth, Jimmy Johnson didn't hit too much and finished ninth, then Joey Logano was tenth. Uh, and so we'll talk to Nelson a little bit more about this later, but uh, the points shake out right now with um, Kurt, um, Kyle Bush is still leading the points. With, um, no, wait, yeah, yeah Kyle's, Kyle's leading with a Truex second, Denny Hamlin third. Now, Truex is five points <coughs> back. Uh, Denny Hamlin is uh, 16 points back. 17 points back in fourth is Joey Logano. Uh, and fifth is Kevin Harvick. Sixth, Keselowski. Seventh, Chase Elliott. Now, Chase um, will move on because he won a race. Yeah. And as will, uh, and I'm trying to remember, I think Truex has won. Did he win two? Yeah, I think I saw that. So, um, uh, if I'm not mistaken, Dover uh, today will be their last chance to get a winner in there, another winner. So, uh, it looks like uh, the odd men out are probably going to be, after this round, Boyer. Well, they already are. They've already eliminated these four. Uh, Boyer, Al Marola, Newman, and Kurt Busch. Wait a minute. I got that wrong. It's Al Marola, Newman, Kurt Busch and Eric Jones okay. that uh, were eliminated last week. So, and I also want to talk to Nelson when we get him on here about um, some of the, uh, uh, the silly season, as they call it. I've never particularly liked that term, but there's a lot of driver switching going on. And uh, uh, I know uh, Ricky Stenhouse, who I probably wrongly called Mr. Danica Patrick for several years, <laughs> but uh, he. Uh, I quit doing that, you know, when he started winning. Because yeah. he won Talladega uh, uh, and uh, Daytona on the 4th of July, maybe. Mm-hmm. And um, it turned out to be a pretty good little driver. Mm-hmm. And uh, I shouldn't say little driver, but uh, he's gone. And he was kind of rudely, uh, he thinks. And it's interesting that Kevin Harvick's his manager. Or Kevin Harvick's management company, I think, is, is, is Stenhouse's manager. And they were very upset about it. But uh, we'll get Nelson to talk about that a little bit more as well when he comes on. Um, I know we had a couple of things, a, a thing come up a couple of weeks ago that Roll Tide Terry came in. And this was when we were down, Greg and I, in Augusta at that road course for that festival two weeks ago. And he was asking about the history of the road courses and was that the first one. And, um, of course, it wasn't the first one. And Nelson sort of... Um, answered that last week without being prompted because Nelson's a sharp guy, of course, smartest guy we know. And uh, I was prepared to say what Nelson um, told us last week. And Roll Tide, this is for you. I, 
and I'm doing this off the top of my head as well, but in 1954, as Nelson said, they did run on the, they made a road course on the Linden, New Jersey airport. And that one, um, I think your roots are up in New Jersey, right? New Jersey, right? yeah, from Trenton. Were you born there? No, 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 I'm no. born in Daytona Beach. Oh, okay, but well, that's a, but that's a racing town. <laughs> but um, uh, the, the first road course was on the uh, runways they had laid out a course on at Linden, New Jersey. And it was won by Al Keller, who was an IndyCar driver. And he had another win that year. But the funny thing about it, or the interesting thing, I don't know how funny it is, he wasn't a Jaguar. And it was owned by Paul Whiteman, who was known as the King of Jazz. He, um, back in the 20s and 30s, you know, he was like, uh, uh, well, I don't even know who the big singers are now. But, you know, he was as big as they came, you know, in the early days of, of recorded music. And uh, I think Rhapsody in Blue was his uh, was his big number. And if you don't recognize that just by the name of it, if you if you heard it, you'd recognize it. It's, uh, I think it was the theme of the Olympics one year when they had him in Los Angeles. But uh, he was a car owner, and he had like three or four cars that season, and he only ran the one season, maybe part of another, and he didn't even run all the races. But he uh, for this race, he had a Jaguar. During the rest of the season, he had a Cadillac. Junior Johnson drove his Cadillac and um, at the Linden, New Jersey airport in, in the first road course race, Al Keller drove it and won. But get this now, I, and I'm shooting off the hip here. There was, say there was like 23 or 24 cars in the race. I believe just about half of them were sports cars. And a lot of those, you know, you had Morgans and Jaguars and Austin Healy's and I don't think there was any... I don't even know if they had Corvettes yet in 54, but there weren't any. Uh, but what is, here's the fascinating thing I'm beating around the bush to f- try to finally get to. Finishing second was uh, Joe Eubanks and Bud Morris Hudson <laughs> on the lead lap. Now, how in the world a uh, big hulking Hudson, Hudson yeah. could even come close to stay, keeping up with a, a Jaguar <laughs> is, is, is beyond me. And, yeah. you know, I, I think it's. Suffice it to say, Bud Moore was great on road courses, and I don't know if he had it figured out that early or not. You, you might think one of the moonshiners would have. Bud wasn't into that, but as far as I know, he didn't tell me he was. I don't think he was. But, you know, that, that was just amazing. I think Buck Baker had an Oldsmobile or a Hudson third or fourth, and there it was all mixed in there with, like I said, with uh, Austin Healy's and, and, and other cars, Jaguars, Triumphs. So um, it was a heck of a race. So tech, Roll Tide, that's a little bit on the... Uh, the first, uh, the first road course, the, the second one, as near as I can remember and figure, was uh, it was Tim Flock's last win. And it was at Road America, which is very much still in uh, uh, operation. And it was, he was driving, a, a, this was in 1956, and he was driving a Mercury for um, Bill Strop. And he had just recently quit Kefer because uh, he had... Key Kafer gave Tim stomach ulcers and long nights with no sleep and to go along with a championship and a whole lot of money and, and hardware. But Tim couldn't take it. So he went and uh, picked up rides here and there and then drove for um, Strop at Road Course at Road America, which is in Elkhart Lake, Wisconsin. And he was the winner. And that was his last win. So uh, Tim went out on a road course. There were a couple of others after that. Uh, I know Bridgehampton, New York, out on Long Island, they ran on the road course for, uh, I think, from uh, 58 up through 66. 
And, of course, Watkins Glen started in 57 with the stock cars, and it was won by Bud Moore. His car with um, Buck Baker in it, 57 Chevrolet. So that's another. So actually, um, Bud Moore was winning road courses, you know, almost right out of the right out of the box with the second and the first. I'm not sure what he did at Elkhart Lake. But anyway, that's a little thumbnail sketch of what we did, uh, what NASCAR did with, with road courses. Of course, you could always say, and just about have to say, that the beach was a road course Kinda, when yeah. they ran on mm-hmm. the beach. I mean, uh, going from asphalt to pavement, I mean, to a sand and then back. So, uh, of course, that went from... Like before the war, well, of course it wasn't an oval, but I think they were running there in like 1903 with Barney Oldfield and Alexander Winton and those guys and all the way up to 1958 when Paul Goldsmith won. So that's a little uh, scattershot here and there about racing today and yesterday. And we're going to have a a lot more of yesterday coming up because after this break, uh, we're going to just talk to Bill. Rossi, our uh, guest co-host this morning, uh, just about what he's got going on. He's very involved in history and some of the cars he's dealt with and about his dad a little bit and whatever he wants to talk about. So we'll be right back. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. There you go. You made it first. first Start round. Your Engines. We'll be back after this quick pit stop on yeah. Fox first Sports 1498 3 when John B. White Sr. opened the Beacon Drive-In in 1946, he probably couldn't have imagined email, the internet, or heck, even Morgan Square having a fountain. But I'll bet you Mr. White always envisioned the Beacon offering great food and tremendous service. And now, 70 years later, that tradition continues. You can't count on everything, but Spartanburg has always counted on the Beacon Drive-In for 70 years. That's decades of plenty. The Beacon, where the food is always good since 1946. Speedy Lube in Inman says to save time is to lengthen life for you and your car. Let Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman, lengthen the life and performance of your vehicle. Speedy Lube offers professional ASC certified mechanical service for your car. Be it an oil change, AC work, tires, brakes, front end, or any type of major or minor repair. Trust Speedy Lube in Inman. Open weekdays from 8 till 6. For fast, fair, and friendly service, visit Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman. Fox Sports 1400 now has an app. Like mozzarella sticks? No, it's an app for your phone. My phone is hungry? Okay, so for the rest of you. Download the Fox Sports 1400 app today with our elite audio text line. Just search Fox Sports 1400 in Google Play or the App Store. Download our app today by searching Fox Sports 1400. Every now and then, we need to get away and relax. And there's no better way than spending time at the lake. Watery Lake RV Park and Marina in Liberty Hill, South Carolina is the perfect place to decompress. At Watery Lake RV, enjoy full hookups, a bathhouse, bar and grill, and a boat ramp marina with ethanol-free gas. Hookups available on nightly weekly or monthly. Watery Lake RV Park and Marina in Liberty Hill, where families get away. Mention Fox Sports 1400 and get 5% off your stay up to three days. Call 803-273-3013. Trucks, trucks, we want trucks. trucks. If trucks are what you want, Greer Nissan is where you need to be. Nissan Truck Month is on. Trucks, trucks, trucks we, we want trucks. trucks. Get rock bottom prices and payments on hundreds of new Nissans. Like the Nissan Titan. Drive for $289 a month or save up to 10000 
2008-45 off MSRP. Trucks, trucks, we want trucks. Or the Nissan Frontier, just $21,999. Or drive for $230 a month. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% APR for 72 months. For the truck you want at the price you need. Trucks, trucks, we want trucks. Hurry to Greer Nissan today. Drive the Nissan Titan for $289 a month. Drive the Nissan Frontier for $230 a month. Trucks, trucks, we want trucks. Low prices, big selection, and committed to quality customer service on Wade Hampton Boulevard or online at GreerNissan.com. Call 864-479-1197 for more details. F45 Training, the world's fastest growing fitness network, has now made its way to Rova. This new fitness studio brings a new style of training to the area and is open to all fitness levels. F45 Training is a global fitness training community specializing in group workouts which are fast, fun, and proven to get rapid results. F45 offers members an unlimited array of training programs designed to unify the muscle groups and make you look, move, and perform better in all aspects of your life. Find them on Facebook or Instagram and sign up for your free week now. F45 Functional Fitness Training, located at 4795 South Church Street in Rova, or call at 864-810-4528. Are you sick of all the cookie-cutter, boring barbershops? If so, you need to visit the Ironspur Barber Company in Hillcrest Shopping Center. At the Ironspur Barber Company, professionalism and customer service is their top priority. Owner A.J. West makes sure that every customer gets exactly the haircut they want when they sit in his chair. So if you want to get your hair cut like you like it and in a fun, man-cave-like environment, then give A.J. a call at 864-466-5289. The Ironspur Barber Company offers military and first responder discounts, and everyone is always welcome, even Clemson fans. First-time visitors mention this ad and get $5 off. Call for an appointment today at 466-5289. The Dan Patrick Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on Spartanburg's Fox Sports 1400, now on FM at 98.3. And welcome back to Start Your Engines. I will try to push the right buttons next time so we, <laughs> you can't hear uh, us talking when we're supposed Not to be. Not on the air. No, yeah. <laughs> but it was nice of you to say... Uh, so far, so good. Oh, what, yeah. What you yeah. Oh, yeah. We're we're doing fine. <laughs> we're doing good. But we're on the air anyway. I'm the FC, FAA or the FCC or whoever it is. I don't think the airplane people. But uh, yeah. speaking of airplanes, you know, I'm a big history buff. And I, I've talked about planes before. And, and I think, uh, I don't think I know that uh, Nelson's father was a pilot during World War II in Korea, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, real big in the airplane history. And I was very... This has kind of got a weird Halloweenish tint to it, but uh, you know that a B seventeen crashed. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that was thir- Wednesday or Thursday up in Connecticut, yeah. and that plane was was designated nine oh nine, which was uh, it wasn't the original nine oh nine, which which had a a flawless um, record during World War Two, like uh, fifty three missions or some incredible number mm-hmm. of missions without getting shot down. Uh, but this plane was a B-17 constructed in 1945 or 44 late maybe, not in time to go to war. Um, of course, you hear about Boeing B-17s, but this one was made by General Motors from what I understand. Because, uh, you know, they farm that stuff out all mm-hmm. over the place just to get them. But the weird thing about this is I, my love of old airplanes, I, have a, I always buy an airplane calendar. You know, it's got the old warbirds right. on it. That was the plane for September. Oh, really? And I sat there at my desk working at home and looked at 909 mm-hmm. um, the whole month of September. And it wow. was a beautiful shot of it flying over the uh, um, water. And so when I saw it, 
had a plane had a B seventeen had crashed. I looked at the all that was left just about was like one wing and, and, a, and a tail. And, and, a tail. Yeah. and I, I looked at that tail number and I and it ends in I think nineteen oh nine or something like that. But uh, but I I looked at that all month and wow. I said, my God, that's the plane that I was that I looked at yeah. all month. And then uh, when I lived in Chicago, it was at the DuPage County Airport. They had an air show up there one time, and I want to say, now this is probably a good piece of my memory going bad. That was silver then, now, you know, like the regular metallic. But the one that crashed and the one in my calendar, like Army but, Green, or yeah, whatever. Army Green with the red tail mm-hmm. and red tips on the wing. So anyway, that was kind of weird. Yeah, um, shame. It was a shame, and and of course I did some more research on it, laying in bed that night, and there's that was one of only nine that's still flying. There's like seventeen around yeah. the country that are. Some of them are static displays. Right, right. But uh, There's one, actually, I think, being built. I think it's a B-17 that Ray Moore, he's a guy that used to do restoration work here in Spartanburg. Okay. He's up at the uh, in Asheville, Hendersonville, somewhere in that area doing one. Okay. Incredible work. If you, I've seen, it's called Hangar 13 on Facebook. Okay. And you go, and some of these photos of what they're doing and reconstructing this plane is un, unbelievable. Well, I got to look that up because yeah. I, I just eat that stuff oh, up. Oh, that's really cool. And you yeah. can Google, you know, about anything. So I, I Googled uh, remaining B-17s and I didn't get a chance to read all, all of it or I would have probably read that. But it, it's got where every single one is, its condition. Uh, its name, its his yeah. history, to, when it was delivered wow. from the factory, and uh, what was I? Got, we're supposed to talk racing here, but it's my show. <laughs> That's right. We do whatever we want. <laughs> we do whatever we want to. Um, <laughs> this plane, I saw a really good thing about it on YouTube last night, um, and it sat. It was sold for scrap twice. Wow! But one, the first time. It was sold for scrap. It was after it had survived three um, nuclear bomb detonations out in like Alamogordo, Mexico, wow. or someplace, uh, or New Mexico. And it, you know, it sat there so they could see the effects of uh, oh, an yeah. atomic bomb right. on a, on the plane. Mm-hmm. And they went through three of those. They sold it for scrap. And somebody, uh, I can't remember the name. It was called an airlines, but they made a fire bomber out of it. And so it was a fire bomber for. Years and years and years. And then uh, it got sold for scrap. And then this Collings uh, Foundation that owned it, you know, until the other day, I guess they still own what's left of it, uh, purchased it and put it back in this flying condition. And and it had had two other crashes. Yes, I've seen that. It yeah. rolled off into the runway. Mm-hmm. They couldn't get it stopped in Pittsburgh in yeah. 1987. And, yeah. and that's about when I saw it when I was in the Secret Service in Chicago because wow. I was... I left in 87, and that's about when it was, mm-hmm. and uh, in the summer of 87, and then uh, I think a wheel, uh, landing gear collapsed right. someplace. Uh, I don't remember where that was. But anyway, we will keep you up on aviation history as best we can. <laughs> a little bit of everything. A little bit of everything. So what have you got going on? You were just telling me that you were down in, well, you just said you were at Charlotte for the race, and then yeah. you were... Uh, you were in Darlington signing autographs with uh, Auto Parts. O'Reilly, yeah. Um, well, how'd that come about? It's a pretty good gig. I met a I met a guy Wayne Haynes, mm-hmm. and uh, he's out of Florida. And when I was down there in the spring uh, at Daytona Beach, and he just like you kind of want me on the show every now and then, decided you know, hey, I I'd like to have him come and sign autographs. So it was me and Irvin Brooks and. Um, 
uh, Rex White was supposed to be there, but he was a little under the weather. So, but uh, that's amazing. Yeah. He usually makes them off. Yeah, he. I was quite surprised myself. But uh, now, but, uh, now, Brooks. That's Earl Brooks' son, right? Yes, Earl Brooks. Right. Son, yes. Okay. Irvin. Super Irvin. nice. He super is a nice great guy. guy. Yeah, really nice guy. So. Anyway, we hung out, and I was quite surprised. It was, I guess, in the fan area, so there was a lot of people came by and signed a lot of autographs. Uh, actually, ran out of ran out of things to sign, <laughs> <laughs> which was really surprising. But uh, well, I've seen some fans come up with some pretty weird stuff to yeah, sign. Sometimes <laughs> not. I haven't signed anything too out of control yet. You know, tires, clothes, things like that. But when uh, they start unbuttoning their yeah, shirts, it's like I you hold got it. that lucky yet, <laughs> or unlucky. <laughs> depends. Um, but, uh, no, it was fun. It was a, a good day, and, uh, you know, I went into to the race and got to watch uh, Jeremy Clements and uh, this other guy that I've met, David Starr, uh, who's in the Xfinity Series uh, race and hang out with those guys. So it was a, it was a good day. I actually uh, enjoyed it. It's the first time I'd been to a, you know, to a race in quite some time. So it was, uh, it was really, really good. So, um but anyway, you know, you know, it's one of those things that I enjoy doing. Um, get to talk about history of this sport, right. which is, you know, where I like to be. And being with these old timers, they're like second family to me. So watch, uh, watch your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm pushing sixty, so I'm, I'm not. Far I'm pushing behind. seventy, but I, you know what? I, I'm a. I consider myself a Klingon. There you go. I, I wrote a couple of books. <laughs> And, and I, you know, but you guys are racers as far as I'm concerned. You know, I mean. Well, being a part of the, you know, the family, yeah. seeing this sport and, you know, one of the things that, that I've seen since I've got this car, uh, which is one of the other things, you know, we can talk about the, the 1971 Dodge Daytona that uh, Dick Brooks drove at Daytona mm-hmm. um, was actually uh, one of my father's cars from the previous season. And it was limited to the, you know, 305, basically. So They had the only wing in the race. Only wing car in the race. Well, after many, many years of wanting to do something to keep my dad's legacy out there, um, I found a car that had belonged to James Hilton. Right. You know, and I had that car for about 10 years. And Now, is that the one you brought to the Chapman Center? Yes. That, that Tab Prince was killed well, in? Well, that's the one we thought Tab Prince was, was killed in. Now, there's a... Um, once I once I made a deal to get rid of that car and acquire one of my father's cars about six years ago, which was this 305, um, some people did a little more research and found some photos and found out that James had actually sold this car. It was a Charger 500 to Marty Robbins. Ah. So after doing more research, they actually found out it's the Marty Robbins Daytona that he drove, you know, Bobby mm-hmm. Allison and his and his guys. I think kind of, you know, took care of the car for right. Marty, and then you know Marty drove it. So it's the it's actually being unveiled on the eleventh. The car has been totally restored. Oh, uh, great! Yeah, and Ray Evernham actually finished it so at his shop just recently. So it's being unveiled at uh, uh, Tim Welburn's Muscle Car Museum down in uh, Alexander City, Alabama. For the fiftieth anniversary of the wing, you know the arrow cars. Right now, um, is that the car I've seen some pictures floating around? Yeah, there's, they're, they weren't supposed to be out there because they're was, out there. Yeah, they're out there, and I've <laughs> even seen some of them been taken down. But in uh, fact, I googled you last night and saw <laughs> and some pictures. Of, yeah, it sure does. <laughs> yeah, so 
um, you know, they, they got put out there somehow, but uh, it's a beautiful car. It is. Uh, it turned out really, you know, really nice. And it's, uh, again, you know, there's only a handful of these original, you know, wing cars that are still, you know, at, that are original, you know, Dodge Daytonas or Superbirds that right. are out there. Um, and to bring back, again, history, you know, is oh, it's like the 909. I yeah. mean, people bring these things out of the graves, you know. I mean, you saw the car in person when I had it. So, oh, you, yeah. You know, you can imagine. I mean, when they started sending me photos, because I know the owner, um, he would send me pictures periodically of the progress. And uh-huh. I was like, and it can't be the same car. <laughs> so, so this is the car yeah. that they got unveiled mm-hmm. on the 11th that you brought to the Chapman yes, Center. Same good. Exact that, I mean, that was a rusted out hog. Oh, it, yeah. it rolled good. Yeah, it rolled. That's because all. me and you and my brother pushed it up on, on the trailer. trailer. That's right. So oh, yeah. That's amazing. Uh, so that, uh, <laughs> um, again, this being the 50th anniversary for the Aero car, they... You know, they really worked hard to try to get it done, and uh, the the owner of the car uh, knew Ray would put the detail mm-hmm. and finish it like it needed. It was partially done, but uh, you know, Ray Ray took it to the next level. So it's really it's really a pretty car. I've got so many Rossi stories that pop into my mind. <laughs> they usually involve the Beacon. Yeah. Since uh, if, if you didn't know, the Mario's shop used to be Jack Smith's shop. Yeah, across from the beacon. Uh, uh, up, and, up the hill and across from the beacon. Uh, the, I, I bet you know the number. Don't there's something read for uh, road. Two, I was thinking it's 227, but I can't. I ain't well, 100% it's, sure. It's right there. What's in there now? Is that the one that's painted gray? Or is it brick? It's gray. Yeah, yeah it, it had a tan brick facade on the front. Yeah. And uh, the guy who owned the building actually uh, leased it out to uh, a guy that did some uh, stereo installation and some car stuff like that. So... Uh, he painted it a gray and uh, added a little bit of a decal to it or whatever. So, but it's it, that's the way it sits today. It's still sitting, you know, twenty three hundred square foot garage. Not real big. Hard to believe they filled a team out of those I things mean, back in the day. Top notch cars. Yeah. So I yeah. mean, front running championship oh, yeah, caliber yeah. cars. Yeah, yeah they finished second in uh, points in seventy. Uh, yeah. So, um, you know the. Uh, they did a lot of work in that little bitty, you know, garage. When you sit back and look at what was in there and some of the photos that I have from back in the days, I mean, two cars was pretty much about all you could work on right. with all the equipment in there. You yeah. Know? So, um, but now it's just a open built, gutted building. You know, I um, one of my happiest memories, and I relived it last night, <laughs> looking uh, looking at pictures on the internet. You know, this phone's ringing, and I've had two. <laughs> Uh, uh, failed attempts to answer it, but Uh-oh. let me get this story out anyway. If it's Nelson, he he'll call back. Um, the uh, 1970 Atlanta 500. It was on Easter. Yep. And I drove down there, and uh, and my men, my girlfriend, and another guy, I think maybe, and a in a '57 Chevrolet, and we had transmission trouble on the way down, about somewhere in the middle of Georgia, after we. Um, and so I, I called my parents at a payphone. There was no yeah, cell phones no in 1970. And I'll never forget it. My parents, my my mother and daddy skipped church and brought us the other car. And daddy followed down in a in a tow truck and towed back the 57 Chevy. Him and mom took and, and Let y'all go on we all race. went down there. Um, I hit a rabbit shortly after that. And I always swore I killed the Easter bunny. <laughs> On Easter, it wasn't white though. It must yeah. have been incognito. Um, going to the Atlanta 500, right. 
and then y'all's car won it. And yep. a good, close race over Cale Yarbrough's Wood Brothers car. Yep. What yep. a great memory. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, and I actually uh, just recently, I guess about a year ago, uh, got the original flag uh, that was dad's from that race that they won. So, uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a good day. And, uh, you know, uh, finishing first in the top five was, you know, was what they did most of the time. You know? And I talked to Bobby about that one day on this show. And he told me all about, yeah, that was a great day, how, how they went to, he was Catholic, mm-hmm. uh, and, and um, they went to Mass that morning, and, you know, it was just and a... And win the race. And won the race, yeah. yeah. So, well, you know, we're going to take our next break here, and I am going to do my best to figure out how to get Nelson, because I went over this with Ronnie last night, and I've got all the instructions on how to answer the yeah. phone, and it's not working. So, yeah. I'm going to hope he calls back here in a couple of seconds. Uh, I like your idea of... Telling him to call, call my cell phone, cell phone and hold it up, but yeah, I don't know if I have to. Otherwise, <laughs> we'll talk about something else for 20 minutes. I got you. All right. So we're going to take another break right now, and you are listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. Franks for the Memories is a great hot dog place for lunch. Why Franks for the Memories? Because hot dogs for the memories just doesn't cut the mustard. Franks for the Memories has more than great hot dogs. Enjoy a choice of four delicious bird dogs featuring a deep fried chicken tender on a hot dog bun. Franks for the Memories makes their homemade chili daily and has great signs like french fries, onion rings, and corn nuggets. Franks for the Memories 468 Oak Grove Road next to Westview Elementary is open for lunch Monday through Saturday till 3.30 p.m. Thanks for the memories. Trucks, trucks, we want trucks. trucks. If trucks are what you want, Greer Nissan is where you need to be. Nissan Truck Month is on. Trucks, 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 we want trucks. Get rock bottom prices and payments on hundreds of new Nissans. Like the Nissan Titan. Drive for $289 a month or save up to $10,845 off MSRP. Trucks, 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 we want trucks. Or the Nissan Frontier. Just $21,999. Or drive for $230 a month. Plus, for a limited time, get zero percent in APR for 72 months for the truck you want at the price you need. Trucks, trucks, we want trucks. Hurry to Greer Nissan today. Drive the Nissan Titan for $289 a month. Drive the Nissan Frontier for $230 a month. Trucks, trucks, we want trucks. Low prices, big selection, and committed to quality customer service on Wade Hampton Boulevard or online at GreerNissan.com. Call 864-479-1197 for more details. Why waste your time hand-washing your car when you can get the job done in minutes at Pars Quality Car Wash in Boiling Springs? Experience one of their excellent car washes today. Don't let crumbs, bugs, dirt, and other particles interrupt your car's overall appearance. Other car washes just basically rinse off your car and fail to get off the stuck-on bugs and dirt that takes a little elbow grease to remove. Ask about their car detailing, too. Visit Pars Quality Car Wash, 1929 Boiling Springs Road, and get a quality car wash done by hand. 578-9274. Make Phillips and Long Fuel Chesney your source for propane in Spartanburg County. They offer propane for hot water heaters, cooking, and heat. They can fill your grill tank and get you ready for grilling season. Not only do they sell propane, but they sell a large variety of propane accessories such as grill tanks and other appliances that run on propane. If your propane tank is running low, call and they'll have it filled within one business day. Call them at 864-461-8511. That's Phillips and Long Fuel, located at 421 South Alabama Avenue in Chesney. 
Man, this South Carolina heat is no joke. I don't know how you guys deal with this. Pelican Snowball. What is that? Pelican Snowballs has great snowballs and over 100 flavors that are great summertime treat for the whole family, dude. Try one of their signature snowballs like Shark Attack, Rainbow, or my personal favorite, Pretty Princess. Really? That sounds great. Yeah, man. It's got cotton candy flavor in it. The best part is there's a Pelican Snowball location all over our listening area, so there's a Pelican's near you. Pelican Snowball's bringing you a cup of happiness every time with melt-in-your-mouth snow and a fun, relaxed atmosphere where you will always receive service with a smile. Throughout your life, you've worked hard to accumulate assets, to build wealth, and to provide for your family. You've built a comfortable life full of shared memories and experiences. Providing and protecting your loved ones is never more critical than when you aren't there to do so. While having a will is important, it's not the only way. That is why developing an estate plan can be the best thing you will ever do for them. Working with our estate planning experts, Trent Lancaster in the Spartanburg office of Janie Montgomery Scott can help you to design a customized estate plan that can protect and preserve your assets for the next generation. The sooner you begin, the sooner you can be at ease knowing that your loved ones will be provided for as you intended. Contact Trent today to discuss your estate planning needs by calling 864-585-8282. That's 864-585-8282. Or visit TrentLancaster.com. Janie Montgomery Scott, LLC, member FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC. Trucks, trucks, we want trucks. If trucks are what you want, Greer Nissan is where you need to be. Nissan Truck Month is on. Trucks, trucks, trucks we want trucks. trucks. Get rock bottom prices and payments on hundreds of new Nissans. Like the Nissan Titan. Drive for $289 a month or save up to $10,845 off MSRP. Trucks, trucks, trucks we, we want trucks. trucks. Or the Nissan Frontier. Just $21,999. Or drive for $230 a month. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% APR for 72 months for the truck you want at the price you need. Trucks, trucks, we want trucks. Hurry to Greer Nissan today. Drive the Nissan Titan for $289 a month. Drive the Nissan Frontier for $230 a month. Trucks, trucks, we want trucks. Low prices, big selection, and committed to quality customer service on Wade Hampton Boulevard or online at GreerNissan.com. Call 864-479-1197 for more details. F45 Training, the world's fastest-growing fitness network, has now made its way to Roba. This new fitness studio brings a new style of training to the area and is open to all fitness levels. F45 Training is a global fitness training community specializing in group workouts, which are fast, fun, and proven to get rapid results. F45 offers members an unlimited array of training programs designed to unify the muscle groups and make you look, move, and perform better in all aspects of your life. Find them on Facebook or Instagram and sign up for your free week now. F45 Functional Fitness Training, located at 4795 South Church Street in Roba, or call at 864-810-4528. The Dan Patrick Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on Spartanburg's Fox Sports 1400, now on FM at 98.3. That sounds like kind of Halloween music. (laughs) Nelson, are you there? I'm here. Hooray! (laughs) You don't know what a big (laughs) event this is. How are you this morning, buddy? Oh, doing all right. Uh, we're sitting here with uh, my guest host this morning is Bill Rossi, Mario Rossi's son. He said he hasn't met you, but I don't know why we're at a lot of the same events together. <laughs> you know, and uh, I didn't know Shad well, but I, uh, I was with him a few times. Well, I, you know, he was. A, we've been reminiscing about him in our last 20-minute segment about... 
just a lot of different things in, in a car that they've restored. But I got a lot of questions for you this morning. And um, I guess, uh, well, we'll start out with what was your um, impressions of the Roval, which uh, Bill and I don't like. <laughs> I thought it was exciting. That's what they was supposedly what fans wanted. Well, it is, but you know, maybe they shouldn't get it. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It just seemed too gimmicky to me. And I guess one other thing was, I went to a lot of those October national 400s and 500s and I, I remember Joe Weatherly went in and Bud Moore's car and I just got so many memories of a good beautiful fall afternoon uh, at Charlotte Motor Speedway watching them go around the big track instead of an oval so you know me I'm you know me very well in fact Nelson I'm just uh I'm too old school maybe <laughs> well it was not a beautiful fall afternoon it was a hot summer day yes yeah, it was a scorcher that's for sure yeah Bill was there yeah. Well, uh, got a lot of changes going on with uh, the so-called silly season. And I guess uh, the big one this week was uh, uh, Stenhouse. And there's some people not too happy about it or about the way Roush uh, did it. Well, uh, uh, Spire Entertainment, who owns the 77 car, uh, they're the ones that have... Uh, the 17 contract to uh, December 30, 31st. Harvest takes over January 1st. Okay, I thought, um, uh, did I dream this? I thought Kevin Harvick had something to do with, with like his... Yeah, January 1st of 2020. Okay, all right. Uh, Spire, who at the time that, uh, you know, Stenhouse signed with them, they were a marketing agency. Uh, then they got a six million dollar loan from the bank and bought the seventy eight uh, charter uh, uh, at you know, the end of last year. And they've been filling that car with different drivers most of the year. And got a win. <laughs> they actually won a race. No matter how they did it, they're they're a winning team. That's correct. Uh, couple more interesting games, then we'll get back to current. Okay. Uh, you know, we're mentioning, uh, you know, uh, Speedway, New Jersey, where we had our first recognized rose course. Right. Uh, and you said there were no Corvettes in 54. Uh-oh. There were no Corvettes in the race, but the first Corvettes came out in very limited in 53. Okay, well, I... I don't mind being corrected by somebody as smart as you. So that's, uh, I, I, I looked at the lineup several years ago when I, I included it in one of my books because it's such an inter interesting race and I don't, didn't remember seeing a Corvette. So, uh, so we got, um, David Reagan retired, Paul Menard retired, um, you've got, uh, Stenhouse looking for a ride, uh, who, that's not nearly all of them. Uh, Reddick, Tyler Reddick, that he went to Hemrick's car. Is that correct? Right. And, um, of course, D. Benedetto went to the Wood Brothers. Right. Bush to the 17. Who went to the 17? Chris Boucher. Chris Boucher, that's Boucher. right. He went to the 17, and I, and I didn't realize how well he had done. And I, I know he... I just can't remember all this stuff. I didn't realize he was a an Xfinity champion. He might have even won two of them, but he, he is an Xfinity champion. And I remember 
I think the first time I ever heard of him, he was he drove for Phoenix, and I said, "Who in the heck is this guy?" Right, and then we have Christopher Bell went to the ninety-five. Christopher Bell went to the ninety-five, vacated by uh, D. Benedetto. Anything else? I, I, I okay. think. I, why do I hear that? Uh, I know Kurt Busch's contract is up, or and he's sort of on shaky ground, and and is it the same thing for Clint Boyer? Yes, uh, you know, depending on what happens with the 14 or uh, or the 41, uh, somebody's probably new going into one of those two cars. Well, and uh, so you're talking Suarez would be out too, right? Well, Suarez or the 14. Okay. Uh, but, you know, as far as Kurt Busch, uh, you know, if, he, if he's got the sponsor, he can keep the ride, but... Uh, Joe, Gonzalez is not going to spend his money. Well, and and he shouldn't. I mean, that's a that's a quick way to to lose money is to try to fund something out of your own pocket. And now, um, and so, but Jimmy Johnson, his uh, ally financial or bank or whatever it is, ally they they re up for what three more years. But I don't know if Jimmy will be around three more. What do you think? No, the, uh, the three year contract. Is uh, with Hendrick Motorsports. It does not specify Jimmy Johnson. I bet they'd have a say so in who who gets in the seat, though, don't you think? Uh, oh, I would be certain of it. Yes. <laughs> All right, one more thing. Uh, uh, let's go ahead and make our picks, and then I'll do one more thing. Uh, I'll let you go first, Nelson. I, I tell you, I think Alan won maybe a week, or I know he won one week, maybe a couple of weeks in a row, and I've been gone for three. I know I haven't won. But I'm not sure how the standings is, but I'll have it straightened out by next week. And we're coming down to uh, not too many races left. So you go ahead and go first. Okay, I'll give Brad Brad another try. All right, that's Brad Keselowski. Uh, we'll let our guest here, our um, host, go oh, ahead yeah. and have a pick here. Yeah. Who, who would you like? I never pick a winner. Um, Join the club. <laughs> I will go with Martin Truex. Martin Truex is a good shot. And Ronnie, who was so thoughtful last week to um, say on the air when he uh, put my pick in for me, like, who's starting dead last? Let's give that to Perry. And uh, so I got Parker Klingerman, who uh, I don't think I did too well. Thank you, Ronnie. But I'm not like Ronnie. I'm a nice guy. And uh, he wants, uh, of course, I didn't call in at all or, or text in. Ronnie did, and he wants uh, Harvick. So I'll give him Harvick. Um I'll take Logano. Good number. And I haven't heard from, um, uh, well, I haven't heard from Greg, who's under the weather, but we usually give him the Wood Brothers, and he's happy with it. And Alan, I haven't heard from him, but he had a spell there of uh, pulling for uh, Jimmy Johnson. He picked him two or three weeks in a row, and this might be a good week to pick him. His daughter's coming in here in a few minutes to help us out with the local stuff, so I'm going to give him Jimmy Johnson, but give her the right to change it. Nelson, the last thing, we got about three or four more minutes. What's the deal now with uh, ARCA merging? They they merged with the K&N series, and they're going to have an East and a West ARCA. How, what's all that about? Uh, we've got to back up to uh, uh, February. NASCAR bought ARCA uh, after the first of uh, the year 2019. And, uh, you know, they're trying to put a lot of regional programs together, you know, so we have a good feeder uh, driver series uh you know, for the NASCAR series. And uh, this is just a second step in that. Well, I mean, 
does that mean we've got two feeder series with, with uh, Xfinity and what or ARCA? Because it's it's always been like that. A lot of a lot of drivers went from ARCA to NASCAR. I mean, uh, and well, well, uh, they, they're going to have four different ARCA series. Uh, let me rephrase that: ARCA slash K and N series that are running for championships. And then the logical step would be those champions would move up to expensive. Okay. Well, you know, I just think about uh, all the guys that went straight f- from ARCA to... Uh, Driving nice car. Yeah, to the to big time. Uh, I think Sterling Marlin seems like he did. Uh, Davey Allison mm-hmm. did. I mean, there's a whole bunch of them. I can't. Oh, yeah. I, I could sit no, here. No, I'm not going to say they can't do that. I mean, if you're outstanding in that series, you'll certainly have the opportunity to jump right to car. Yeah. Well, uh, that, go ahead. One, one, morning, uh, one more interesting thing. Let's get back to the Hudson. Okay. <laughs> Let's do. Uh, why did they run so well? Well, I thought it was the low center of gravity. Well, one thing, you open the door, you step down over the frame, down into the driver's seat. Right. Uh, low center of gravity. Uh, it was, I believe, 382 inches, but it was not a, it was not an eight-cylinder, it was a straight six. Right. Uh, they had all kinds of options. You had twin-inch power, which is dual carburetors. Uh, you had high altitude packages, which was a higher compression. Uh, so it, they had more race car options back in the early 50s than some of the cars did, uh, you know, in the 60s, 70s, and 80s. And I know they had a lot of trouble back then and even uh, probably cost a couple of drivers their lives with uh, the axles breaking because the wheel couldn't get out of the, the wheel well. I mean, it was so deep in there, and it was just, it was hard to get to. And I, Bud Moore told me when we wrote his book about coming up with a key for the axle, or he made an axle out of a Cadillac axle he found in a junkyard here in Spartanburg or, or some kind of deal that, that solved that problem. But I know they used to have some horrible flips because that tire would get jammed up in there when the axle broke. Right. Well, you know, for years and years, we've had full floating axles in race cars, Uh where the hub was bolted to the uh, backing plate, the axle split inside the hub, and then it was either bolted uh, to a flange on the hub uh, or it had a retaining cap on it. Uh, a lot of the earlier cars, uh, Crush products and Sugarbakers in particular, uh, they had a tapered axle with a keyway. And uh, you were supposed to torque that thing down to like 110 pounds. And if you didn't do it, that would work loose, uh, it would break uh, the keyway off, and then the whole uh, tire and wheel assembly wanted to come out. Yeah, and it couldn't. No, it tried, but it just got out to the fender and started bouncing around. I think the first fatality in a NASCAR race, uh, cup ra- or Grand National race, I think was Larry Mann at Langhorn for that reason. And then uh, Frank Lepto was killed in a AAA race at Lakewood. For the same thing uh, in a Hudson. Well, Nelson, we're going to let you go. I got the phone ringing off the hook here. And if it's the guy coming on after 11 o'clock, I told him, don't call before 11. <laughs> I think he is. But uh, okay. we have. Uh, one word of caution. If you're up around Christiansburg, you know, Ronnie Thomas's hometown, if you see the blue light behind you, you better stop. Uh, they had the former Radford College administrator uh, didn't know they were after him. They put out the stop strips. 
So she got both my tires, got a ticket, and also got a bill for the stop steps. Holy cow. Wow. Well, that's... Uh... That's some some of that doesn't sound fair, yeah, but really. Nelson, <laughs> Nelson, we appreciate you coming on. You're a wealth of knowledge. We love having you on the show, and we'll talk to you next week. Okay, have a good week. Uh, all right, qualifying this afternoon. That's right. We'll be watching. Thank you, Nelson. Okay. All right. Well, he knows it all. Yeah, Nelson knows it, Definitely. and uh, he's uh, a wealth uh, of knowledge. Well, uh, he, he he is. We've got like uh, thirty seconds here before hard break, and I just saw Jada. Alan or uh, Tesnier, I'm sorry, Jada Tesnier walking around out in the lobby with her uh, big, thick notebook full of, uh, there you go, a picture of uh, Dale Jr. in that car that, uh, that, that Bill was just Robert talking Daytona. about. If you can see his face, it's just, it's pretty unbelievable. Well, he's and grinning, that's for sure. Eyeballs wide open. Okay. So, let's take a break. We'll be back. Frank's for the Memories is a great hot dog place for lunch. Why Frank's for the Memories? Because hot dogs for the Memories just doesn't cut the mustard. Frank's for the Memories has more than great hot dogs. Enjoy a choice of four delicious bird dogs featuring a deep fried chicken tender on a hot dog bun. Frank's for the Memories makes their homemade chili daily and has great signs like french fries, onion rings, and corn nuggets. Frank's for the Memories 468 Oak Grove Road next to Westview Elementary is open for lunch Monday through Saturday till 3.30 p.m. Frank's for the Spartanburg has been known as the hub city for decades due to our proximity to rail lines and interstate highways. Upstate Logistics has been part of the hub city transportation scene for over a decade. Upstate Logistics provides businesses with warehousing and transportation services, including inbound and outbound rail shipments. And more importantly, we support Spartanburg. Be it high school and college sports or important community projects, Upstate Logistics wants to help move Spartanburg forward. Upstate Logistics, keeping your business and Spartanburg moving forward. To find out more, visit UpstateLogistics.com. Trucks, trucks, we want trucks. If trucks are what you want, Greer Nissan is where you need to be. Nissan Truck Month is on. Trucks, trucks, we want trucks. Get rock bottom prices and payments on hundreds of new Nissans. Like the Nissan Titan. Drive for $289 a month or save up to $10,845 off MSRP. Trucks, trucks, we want trucks. Or the Nissan Frontier. Just $21,999. Or drive for $230 a month. Plus, for a limited time, get percent APR for 72 months for the truck you want at the price you need. Trucks, trucks, we want trucks. Hurry to Greer Nissan today. Drive the Nissan Titan for $289 a month. Drive the Nissan Frontier for $230 a month. Trucks, trucks, we want trucks. Low prices, big selection, and committed to quality customer service on Wade Hampton Boulevard or online at GreerNissan.com. Call 864-479-1197 for more details. Speedy Lube and Inman says to save time is to lengthen life for you and your car. Let Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway, and Inman lengthen the life and performance of your vehicle. Speedy Lube offers professional ASE certified mechanical service for your car. Be it an oil change, AC work, tires, brakes, front end, or any type of major or minor repair. Trust Speedy Lube in Inman. Open weekdays from 8 till 6. For fast, fair, and friendly service, visit Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway, in Inman. Throughout your life, you've worked hard to accumulate assets. 
to build wealth and to provide for your family. You've built a comfortable life full of shared memories and experiences. Providing and protecting your loved ones is never more critical than when you aren't there to do so. While having a will is important, it's not the only way. That is why developing an estate plan can be the best thing you will ever do for them. Working with our estate planning experts, Trent Lancaster in the Spartanburg office of Janie Montgomery Scott can help you to design a customized estate plan that can protect and preserve your assets for the next generation. The sooner you begin, the sooner you can be at ease knowing that your loved ones will be provided for as you intended. Contact Trent today to discuss your estate planning needs by calling 864-585-8282. That's 864-585-8282. Or visit TrentLancaster.com. Janie Montgomery Scott, LLC, member FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC. F45 Training, the world's fastest growing fitness network, has now made its way to Roba. This new fitness studio brings a new style of training to the area and is open to all fitness levels. F45 Training is a global fitness training community specializing in group workouts, which are fast, fun, and proven to get rapid results. F45 offers members an unlimited array of training programs designed to unify the muscle groups and make you look, move, and perform better in all aspects of your life. Find them on Facebook or Instagram and sign up for your free week now. F45 Functional Fitness Training, located at 4795 South Church Street in Roba, or call at 864-810-4528. Live from the Beacon Drive-In Studios in Spartanburg, South Carolina. Gentlemen, start your engine. Fox Sports 1498.3 FM presents Start Your Engines. Here's your race team for today. Show producer, Ronnie Black. Track reporter and racing insider, Nelson Crozier. Former NASCAR team manager and author, Greg Moore. Now, here's your host for Start Your Engines. Racing historian and author, Perry Allen Wood. And welcome back for the second hour of Start Your Engines at the Beacon Drive-In Studios in Spartanburg, South Carolina, and around the world on all these kinds of apps and things. And uh, uh, the Listen Live uh, thing there, you click on it on our website. I mean, there's a lot of ways to listen to us. Uh, we're uh, we're everywhere. And uh, we have the pleasure of Jada Tesnier, who's come in. And- good morning. Good morning. Guys, boy, she morning. sounds good. And she's going to... Uh, <laughs> a lot better than me and you. No, no, a no, lot no. better. A lot better. And she's going to uh, get us up to date with um, what's going on in the big race tonight at Cherokee Speedway. And with... Um, you got a special guest. I do. I have the pleasure of uh, talking with Dylan Duvall. He is the son and I would say crew chief of uh, Mitchell Duvall, who... Um, is the grandson of Mike Duval, who we're honoring tonight? Absolutely, wow. nice. and that sounds great. So I'll be there. I've never been to Yay. Cherokee Speedway, but uh, love to have you. Well, I'm going to be there, and uh, if I don't get turned off into the reservation for a football game or something, no, but, uh, no, no, no. You come you on up that. Speedway Road. Okay, yeah. I'll be there. Uh, we also have with us today um, Charles Craig. From Gastonia, North Carolina, who's got a big uh, event coming up next Saturday for um, the hot rod and, and old time racing enthusiasts. Good morning, Charles. Good morning. Thanks for having me on this morning. Well, it's great to have you on. And uh, uh, I've heard about your event for years. I've always, uh, old Gene Hobby, who just passed away a couple of months ago, used to say, Well, you're going to be up at Gastonia. And I'd say, Well, uh, what's going on in Gastonia? And I, I never really got the story and never. Uh, Never made it there, so um, I hope to be there 
next Saturday. What you got going on? And how long you been doing it? I know you've been doing it for years. Yeah, this is going to be show number 11. We um, we started out 11 years ago, and I'm a cancer survivor. And Me I just, too. I'm, a, I'm an old rate. I'm three-time survivor and a heart uh, bypass survivor. So oh, wait a I've minute. I've had a lot going on, and I I'm still it. working my little part part-time job today i got a double bypass and a stent so uh i'm i'm a bionic dang this ain't good competition here though (laughs) (laughs) we'll have to we'll have to compare scars but i got a lot of them um, you i got you by one uh, stent but anyway go ahead (laughs) okay i've always loved cars and never had any children so i got a couple of old cars and been going to races since pro Went to my first race at Robin Wood Speedway in Gaston in 1962. I always loved it and loved the history part of it. I've I've got thousands of pictures and I've got a little museum there at the house and and I love cruise ins and I said I want to do something a little different. I I want to have a cruise in and a racers reunion and my deal it's it's on. I'll give you the address in a bit. It's on South New Hope Road out of Gastonia. Um, like I said, this is the eleventh year we've been doing it. It's we do not give away trophies. We do not judge cars. It, you come and go as you please. Cars come and go all day long. And I have tables and chairs set up in my little museum building where all the old racers get together. And if you raced anything on wheels, you're welcome. All the way from go karts to to cup cars. And David Pearson came and was with us one time. Bobby and Judy Allison were there. Rex White's been there. Tiger Tom's coming this year. We're going <laughs> to pump him for the Hall of Fame. And, and uh, my buddy Matt Yoakum's going to be walking around. And on my property there at the house in the shop, uh, we'll have a couple of thousand people all day long. And usually have about 300 cars. There's no charge to get in. All the uh, profits we make from donations and the sale of door prizes and raffles goes to Cancer Services of Gaston County, which takes people to the doctor, make sure they have heat and oil, make sure they have food, make sure they have medicine. So it it's a fun time, and, and we put every penny we make back into the community and into helping people less fortunate than us. And it's also a good time for all the old racers to 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 get together and share the history and look through our scrapbooks and it's, just talk about the old days it's always a good time for racers to get together and talk about the old times yeah and i've been lucky to to have been around some of those guys since i was 12 years old and i just turned 69 so there there's be several guys there that raced at robin wood speedway in 1962 when i was 12 they'll be there and uh Dub Simpson is like a brother to me. He um, he raced Cup for about ten years and won hundreds of dirt races around here. Larry Wallace, who still works at home in Moody grinding cams, is a dear friend of mine. So what we want is everybody North South Carolina, any kind of any kind of racing, dirt racing, asphalt, it drag racing, it doesn't matter. Come on out and just hang around with us. Won't cost you a thing to get in. And there's guys haven't seen each other in thirty or forty years that are just going to love to see each other. So Bill. And Jada and I can come, right? Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. I'd love to have you. Um, you mentioned Matt Yoakum. We had him on the show a couple of weeks ago. It was the day that I was moving my daughter into college, so I, I wasn't on the show, but I heard it. And um, he was a great interview, and uh, and he's real good friends with Greg. And hopefully, we can get Greg healed up in there by next week. 
Well, I, I hope so. Matt's a good friend of mine, and, and he just called me out of the blue one time, and he said, hey, I hear you've got some helmets and suits and trophies, and I'd just like to come see your stuff. And he started telling me who he was, and I, I know exactly who you are. So we've become good friends, and I called him the other night, and I told him that uh, I've been lucky enough to where you invited me on the show, and, and uh, he's probably listening right now. He's going he's gonna to be with us for a while tomorrow, too. Well, tomorrow or next, it's next Saturday, right? Next Saturday, I'm sorry. Next Saturday, I mean, I could get a little bit ahead. I, I come myself. tomorrow too, if you want me to. But uh, no. <laughs> you can, you can, you can come help rake pine cones and mow grass. Kind of I got get my ready. own pine cones and grass, but uh, well, actually, my grass is about gone. We haven't had a drop of rain until I saw a few this morning. Um, but tell, now, what time does your event get underway? And is it only Saturday or Sunday or what's uh, it, it, what's the schedule? It's just one day. It's just one day. Actually. Cars start showing up about daylight, but I tell everybody try to get in by about nine or so. We can, we can get between my property and the neighbor's property. We can get about two hundred and seventy-five cars on the property as far as show cars. There's plenty of parking. There's a big church across the street where uh, uh, Bill Ryan's going to bring his uh, one of his cup cars, and he'll be parking his tractor trailer over there. So you can uh, you don't have to worry about anywhere to park, and only. The only expense at all, we, we charge for the barbecue and the hot dogs and that kind of thing, but it's free to get in, and we'll beg you for donations, but we have some real good prizes. But I tell everybody, try to get in between 9 and 10, and uh, we have police out directing the traffic, and it's easy to get in and out of, and we, we come and go all day. It's not one of those things where you have to sit in the sun and say, boy, I wish this thing would be over. <laughs> and we'll, somebody will pull off and somebody else will take their spot. But it, it's really turned out good, and it's it's grown a lot in the last three or four years. John Hancock on WBT Radio, he'll be there uh, next Saturday, too. But he always advertises it for me, and, and uh, he's going to retire in a couple of weeks. John does a lot for charity, and he always promotes my show free of charge. Won't take a dime. Well, I'm not going to take a dime either. Now, how can you uh, – uh, you, you have, I would just – I wanted to show Bill and – and Jada, something while you were talking there. So I pulled up your. Uh, I just googled you and pulled it up on, uh, and and got a, a beautiful picture here of your. Looks like a Sinclair station that you've oh, got. Oh yeah. Yep. Uh-oh, something yep. That is gorgeous. Oh, that went away. Okay. Anyway. Um, yeah. I think there it is. Yeah. That that's there at my house. And actually, oh, wow. I painted those. I painted those garage doors on there. They're they're fake. Um, and the car that's sitting in the in the bay that's painted on there too so that was my wife's idea and uh it never was a service station there never were any gas tanks in the ground out there but i do have gas pumps and i've got a lot of i've lived there 69 years and i've got a lot of memorabilia that i've collected over the years and a lot of my dear friend buddies put their trophies and helmets and uniforms on loan to me while you know while we're all still around but uh, but I've got a lot of good stuff and probably about 15,000 pictures from the old days. Uh, wow, that sounds great. And uh, I'm looking forward to coming now. Um, how late do you go? I mean, are you going to run everybody off at dark or how? how or is it just no, so- no, sir. They usually guys my age, they get burnt out three or four <laughs> o'clock and they'll start wandering off, but we'll, we'll still be there till dark. The, the DJ usually quit about 4 or 5 o'clock, but everybody hangs around. There's still some of us sitting at the picnic tables talking at way after dark. So uh, there's there's no set time, and, and uh, it's just kind of come and go as you please and and uh, come enjoy yourself. Well, you know, Greg and I are going to make it up there, but i got to be 
totally honest with you. Uh, well, I hate people that say that because I'm totally honest with you anyway. But we, uh, I've missed like three, three or four shows this summer. I just missed three in a row. So Greg and I are seriously considering just hauling tail up there at 12 o'clock as soon as the show's over. And we'll be there in an hour. So uh, I, oh, yeah. I may not be there. You know, I, my original plan was was um, to maybe set up a table and sell some books. And, and maybe that's not what this is about. But, you know, that's usually what we do. But I, I'm not going to. I'm just going to try to No, get I, wish, I wish you would. You're still welcome to come, you know, when the show's over. Come set up a table and, and, uh, and talk to everybody. You can sell a few books. It, it'll be great. Well, I'll have them in my trunk. <laughs> if uh, somebody wants one, uh, I'll run over there and get them one. But no, Greg and I'll try to get up there. And uh, I'm, I mean, I'm planning on coming. And but uh, I really, I hate to miss another show. And or they'll they'll pull the plug on us. I'm afraid. You know, come back next week and they'll, they'll, they'll they will be locked. They will change the code. Yeah, they change the code. Oh, no. I know it'll be locked, but they'll change the code on me. But Charles, I mean, th- th- this sounds fantastic, and I just hope. Uh, the weather uh, holds out like it is today. I mean, today's a little overcast, but boy, it feels good out there. And uh, dri- even driving to the studio across Spartanburg uh, this morning, the leaves are blowing across the highway. And, it uh, feels across- great. It is great out there, and uh, uh, it's getting ready to be yeah. some some real good sleeping weather. But I-, I wouldn't sleep through your event. It's nice up here, and it's actually misting a little rain this morning. But what the, what they're telling me from WBT, the long-term forecast, we've got a chance for a little bit of rain along about Wednesday or Thursday, but sunny skies Friday, Saturday, and Sunday next weekend. So it should be good. And around in my area in Gaston County, there's so much racing history with, with Carolina Speedway. Robinwood Speedway was there. We had a couple of midget tracks. Gastonia Fairgrounds that actually ran a Grand National race up till 1959. Uh, Tiny Lund sat on the pole. Buck Baker won it. Okay. So there, and that that's all within a couple miles of my house. Well, the first book I wrote was called Silent Speedways of the Carolinas, and I did that uh, a chapter on that track, on that race, and I uh, I got there just in time because it's now underneath uh, Gaston County Christian, uh, the Gaston Christian School, and uh, but yep. I, I was able to get there and take beautiful pictures of the the uh, trees coming up through the grandstand and everything. And you're right, Tiny was on the pole, and uh, um, and Buck Baker did win it. So um, you're you're right. And about I have that. that book. I have that book that you signed for Tommy Gurley and. and- God bless Tommy. I miss him, and he was a friend of yours, too, and he left that book to me, so I'll get you to double sign it for me next week. <laughs> I'll do it. I'll uh, I'll be glad to do. Charles, thanks for coming on the show. We're going to have take a break here in just a minute, but um, I know it'll be real successful. It's got to be if you're doing it for the 11th year in a row, but I, we'll be up there. I will for sure, and I'll talk to you next week. Thanks for coming on. Well, well, thanks for all you do, and thanks for asking me. I really appreciate it, and I'm looking forward to seeing you guys. Okay, thank Take you care. very That's uh, Charles Craig, who's got a little uh, event coming up. and Sounds like a big event. It is a big <laughs> event. This is what we call a soft break. We can sort of slide it any way you want to. Jada, why don't you run down something? you want to get started on something? Or? Absolutely. We can get started on last week's results from Traveler's Rest. Give us about two minutes worth. All right. We had a great show out. It was the V8 Nationals over there. It was also the Robert Bradley Memorial Race. Had a great showing. Had several divisions there running for big money. And... Um, I'll, I'll tell you what, the Thunder Bombers showed out uh, TR, and they also showed out last night at uh, Cherokee Speedway. Um, so I can't wait to tell you more about Cherokee Speedway tonight. And um, I can't wait to see it. 
I can't wait for you to be there. I'll be there. I still I'm can't excited. believe you've never been. Well, you know, I've, I've missed a few things, but not much. Well, this is on the list. I mean, I'm take, I'm scratching this one off tonight. Yeah, well, I just hate it so late on the bucket list. Yeah, well, really. uh, hopefully my I got a time for a few more buckets. Yeah, I mean, right. I, uh, see, all these things I've had go wrong with me are fixed. I, and I got warranties on all this Absolutely. stuff. I mean, I, I got two brand new knees. I actually ran. Did you see me run yeah, through the yeah, lobby earlier? Yeah. That's the first time I've tried to do that in ages. That's because I left my water bottle in the say, car. I was I don't want to know why you were running through the lobby. but that's- <laughs> I left my, my uh, what is this, my propel in the front seat of the car. And they were already starting like the, uh, the, uh, the lead-in music for the show, and I needed to hurry. You had to hustle it. Yeah, I did. So moving. anyway, but I mean, I got new knees, and I got a a double repaired heart, and you know, so it's it's been broken a lot. Well, <laughs> we've all had a few broken really? hearts over the years. All right. Well, I can't wait. Um, I tell you, we are going to give you as much time as we can. Okay. There's no use in me trying to catch up. Three weeks missing the show. I will want to do the. Uh, the TV schedule. Absolutely. But other than that, you, uh, you're you just going to have all the time you want when we come back from this break. And you are listening to Start Your Engines. we got a, it's turning out to be a good show. Good show, that's right. Since I don't mess it up between now and uh, 12 o'clock. So, uh, be coming right back. You're listening to Start Your Engines from the Beacon Driving Studios. Want to talk racing with the guys? Call the Sign Force hotline now at 864-468-1400. Start Your Engine returns in a moment on Fox Sports 1400 and 98.3 FM. For years now, we've been telling you about Palmetto Spirit's tremendous wine selection. We've told you about Palmetto Spirit's carrying special, small-batch, handcrafted bourbons and whiskeys that you can't find anywhere else. But what truly sets Palmetto Spirit's apart is their customer service. Jim and the entire staff knows wines and liquors and knows how to find you the perfect bottle for the perfect occasion. Palmetto Spirit's. Reedville Road on Spartanburg's West Side, where customer service is the difference. This is the sound a McDonald's bag makes when you grab it. Now that just sounds like a paper bag, but to Nate, it sounds like... Because Nate hooked himself up like a champ. Improved you can save on the delicious food you crave. Wake up to the freshly prepared McChicken Biscuit or the sweet and savory taste of the new Chicken McGriddles. Just $1.59 each. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Spartanburg has been known as the hub city for decades due to our proximity to rail lines and interstate highways. Upstate Logistics has been part of the hub city transportation scene for over a decade. Upstate Logistics provides businesses with warehousing and transportation services, including inbound and outbound rail shipments. And more importantly, we support Spartanburg. Be it high school and college sports or important community projects, Upstate Logistics wants to help move Spartanburg forward. Upstate Logistics, keeping your business and Spartanburg moving forward. To find out more, visit upstatelogistics.com. Why waste your time hand-washing your car when you can get the job done in minutes at Pars Quality Car Wash in Boiling Springs? Experience one of their excellent car washes today. Don't let crumbs, bugs, dirt, and other particles interrupt your car's overall appearance. Other car washes just basically rinse off your car and fail to get off the stuck-on bugs and dirt that takes a little elbow grease to remove. Ask about their car detailing, too. Visit Pars Quality Car Wash, 1929 Boiling Springs Road, and get a quality car wash done by hand. 578-9274. 
Man, this South Carolina heat is no joke. I don't know how you guys deal with this. Pelican Snowball. What is that? Pelican Snowballs has great snowballs and over 100 flavors that are great summertime treat for the whole family, dude. Try one of their signature snowballs like Shark Attack, Rainbow, or my personal favorite, Pretty Princess. Really? That sounds great. Yeah, man. It's got cotton candy flavor in it. The best part is there's a Pelican Snowball location all over our listening area, so there's a Pelican's near you. Pelican Snowball's bringing you a cup of happiness every time with melt-in-your-mouth snow and a fun, relaxed atmosphere where you will always receive service with a smile. When John B. White Sr. opened the Beacon Drive-In in in 1946, he probably couldn't have imagined email, the internet, or heck, even Morgan Square having a fountain. But I'll bet you Mr. White always envisioned the Beacon offering great food and tremendous service. And now, 70 years later, that tradition continues. You can't count on everything, but Spartanburg has always counted on the Beacon Drive-In for 70 years. That's decades of plenty. The Beacon, where the food is always good since 1946. Trucks, trucks, we want trucks. If trucks are what you want, Greer Nissan is where you need to be. Nissan Truck Month is on. Trucks, trucks, we want trucks. Get rock bottom prices and payments on hundreds of new Nissans. Like the Nissan Titan. Drive for $289 a month or save up to $10,845 off MSRP. Trucks, trucks, we want trucks. Or the Nissan Frontier. Just $21,999. Or drive for $230 a month. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% APR for 72 months for the truck you want at the price you need. Trucks, trucks, we want trucks. Hurry to Greer Nissan today. Drive the Nissan Titan for $289 a month. Drive the Nissan Frontier for $230 a month. Trucks, trucks, we want trucks. Low prices, big selection, and committed to quality customer service on Wade Hampton Boulevard or online at GreerNissan.com. Call 864-479-1197 for more details. Oh my God, did you see that play? You hate to get a message like that. Don't miss another second of what's breaking in the world of sports. The Dan Patrick Show. It's a different storyline every day. Weekdays at 9 on Spartanburg's Fox Sports 1400. Now on FM at 98.3. And welcome back to Start Your Engines. And we have a special guest that Jada Tesnier is going to lead us through here. And it's Dylan Duvall, whose dad is Mitchell Mitchell Duvall. And whose uncle, grandfather, grandfather is Mike Duvall, who we are honoring tonight at Cherokee Speedway with this whole evening of events. Jada Absolutely. Well, last night we kicked off the inaugural Mike Duval Memorial Race at Cherokee Speedway. We had the World of Outlaws um, there, and they certainly invaded Cherokee with about 27 super late models, and it certainly was one night to remember. Um, Dylan, do we have you on the line? Uh Uh-oh. Dylan? Dylan, are you there? Yes. Yes, I mean. Oh, hey, Dylan. Yeah. Hey. Those short naps yeah. are great. <laughs> well, listen, in Dylan's defense, he, he was at the Speedway till about 3.30 this morning. In well, Dylan's defense, I didn't have the button pushed. Oh, goodness. Okay. <laughs> he probably said, I'm here 20 times before I pushed the button. <laughs> Go ahead. Well, Dylan, we certainly appreciate you coming on this morning. Um, I know it was a special night for you and your family, and um, I know we're looking forward to a, a second night of the inaugural Mike Duval Memorial. Um, tell me your thoughts from last night. Well, we put in a lot of work. Um, I started really in July. Me and Tony, Adair, uh, the main two, uh, got together, and uh, we, we spit ideas off each other for 
a month or two. I mean, well, about a whole month, really. Anyway, and then when it actually started coming together, we, we, when I got went to him, I asked him, we try to make this one of the biggest races they got, and they kind of warmed up me and was like, we'll make it the biggest race we got. Anyway, and it was a, uh, everything just coming together. Great sponsors, all the sponsors that got involved in the World of Outlaws, they were super on getting involved with it, too, and the Wayne Goins helped out also, and uh, it wound up being just a tremendous success. Uh, the place was full last night. And it was everybody. absolutely packed. I don't think that I have ever seen Cherokee Speedway so packed last night. Yeah, it was uh, It was about a max capacity. I think they said they had around 2,500 people in the stand and over 1,000 in the pits, which is wow. uh, a lot. It was uh, a lot. Especially at Cherokee Speedway. And, um, it, it was pretty packed out. Um, it's great to see everybody, uh, support this race. Um, they, they really went out on a limb, um, by putting up the money they have. Absolutely. And, uh, that, to, see that, it, and to see it, uh, be where it was last night was pretty special. And, um, if I'm not mistaken, Dylan, this is the largest payout. Um, in the history of Cherokee Speedway for a total, um, actually over a hundred thousand dollars. Holy mackerel. Really? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, The, uh, the super late model purse along with the V8 national part of it. Um, yeah, it was like close to a hundred and ten thousand dollars purse. Wow. And and that's a lot for a local Speedway. It really is. And, And it takes the, the work, um, for, an inaugural memorial race certainly uh for sponsors for racetrack promoters the family this certainly has been a group effort um and i'll say it's already paid off uh, many dividends um i know for me one of the highlights last night was seeing your grandfather's car um actually as the pace car for the world of outlaws as they were coming around um and it, it was just special. Every fan was on their feet and saluting that Flintstone flyer. And, and I can't imagine how it felt to you. Yeah, it was a, it was a really special moment. Wasn't sure if that moment was going to happen. That car hadn't been in commission and running since, uh, probably about 2015. Uh, anyway, and Papa passed away in 2017 and it sat in his shop for, I know at least three years before that, was well, his stepson, really like his son, Jonathan, me and him's pretty tight. And I called him about about a month ago anyway and said, hey, can you get this thing running? Because we got a pretty cool idea, uh, if you can. We're, we're, let me just say, we're talking to uh, Dylan Duval, whose uh, grandfather they're honoring tonight at Cherokee Speedway. And uh, go ahead. I just want everybody to know who we got. Okay. But, uh, no, um, he got it. I called him this week, and he had it running. He got the car running, and he and was like, okay, I think this is actually going to be kind of like the icing on the cake moment here. And uh, we was able to get it running, uh, and we talked to Tony over the program Tuesday and Thursday night about how we were going to do things. And I know from a family friend's standpoint, it was uh, – the first time I seen it, it was it was a little emotional, and the second time I seen it, it was kind of like, well, it was there in the national anthem. I got a little emotional seeing it out on the track again, and 
And when they did the full wide salute, I just kind of enjoyed it the second time. But it was definitely a special, a special moment for his family and for his fans. I've I seen several posts on it this morning about how much everybody really enjoyed that moment. Absolutely. And um, they actually parked the car in Victory Lane um, until uh, probably, what was it, right before the heat races started. And to yeah. see kids climb in and out of that car, having their pictures made, which probably their parents did the same thing many, many years ago. Um, and so just seeing generation after generation still admire and want to have their picture made with the Flintstone Flyer. Right. Yeah, I know when I was a kid, it, it meant a lot to me. And I was his grandson. Uh, you know, it, it was always cool seeing the, the Fred Flintstone on, on the hood and the Flintstone Flyer. And Papa was always so good with his fans and with, especially with kids. He really took his time out for them. And they, a lot of people uh, kind of echo them same sentiments that when they were kids, they loved to hop in his car and come see him. And, and as adults, they become fans of him too, actually getting to know the person he was. Well, I, I've got to ask this question. How did they come up with Flintstones? I mean, is that just, you know, pick a cartoon character or was it some special meaning? Because I've, I've heard of the Flintstones flyer all my life, but I thought maybe it was some part of the country that y'all lived in or, or, or whatever. <laughs> I didn't know it was actually the Fred Flintstone. Well, what what took place was, and Wayne Goins tells the story a lot more accurate than I do. Give it a and shot. He was around, but basically he was driving. Papa always run a red and gold five car anyway, and when he was driving for himself. When early 80s, I think it was like 1981, he actually got he got a ride with uh, Dick Murphy anyway, and he was, uh, he was out of the Anderson area, him and Bobby Kay anyway. I don't know Bobby Kay's last name because I just know the story. Any last name is Bobby Kay. Anyway, but uh, they had a car. And you know they made cars in the 80s and Camaros. They had the big, uh, if you've never seen one, they had a big plexiglass on the back of it for a spoiler. They was, I mean, they they looked something like out of Stone Age. Anyway. And, <laughs> I think uh, I see where this is going. <laughs> they, they, was, they was unique. They was unique. If you ever look up a picture, you'll see it. And... Um, Something about Bobby Kay and, and Dick Murphy got the, the the fussing about how ugly the car was anyway or something. They said this thing something looks like something out of stone. They was Smith Fred Flintstone on of it anyway. And then it wasn't long after that uh, they decided to put Flintstone Flyer on it anyway. Well, Papa, if you ever seen a picture of him, especially back then, he looked he looked kind of like a caveman. He had a big, big, big guy. He's a big guy. <laughs> He was a big guy. I mean, his nickname was the Caveman. And, and, uh, Did he drag anyway. his wife around by her hair or any have a big club? Uh, no, no, no. He was just he uh, <laughs> he had he kind of looked like the Caveman. Really, he had a goatee and big guy. Jada, Jada knows what he looks like. Oh yeah. Anyway, and and, uh, he, and unfortunately, he passed on the genes to me. But <laughs> anyway, but uh, he. Uh, Obviously, when you're successful, and when they first got together, they won. At that time, the NDRA was the only national dirt race on a touring series, of, and their first one of its kind. And when him and that first year they got together, they won five out of their eleven starts in the national in the NDRA. So naturally, it wound up sticking with 
possible more than it did with Dick Murphy and them, the Flintstone Flyer, because he's the one who really put it on the map with his performance on the track. Well, Jada, just while you were talking, pulled up a picture of it on her phone and showed it to me, and he's standing there with a caveman outfit on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was in, uh, I think, Dirt. That was in the Racing Magazine. That was a beautiful picture. Yeah, yeah. It was a, uh, <laughs> that's a, that's one of the pictures that basically describe how they come up with the name of the car. Right? And once yeah. they did that, and then they kind of took on the whole thing of its own. Anyway, and it was a, uh, it's a very unique scheme because you don't see stuff like that a lot. Uh, you know, Scott Blomquist, he's got his skulls and stuff, but, and you got some other people who do different things, but Papa was really one of the first ones to do something unique with, uh, with his number and his scheme. Because it actually spells Flintstone Flyer on the door, but the, the flyer part where it's supposed to be FL, Y-E-R, it's it got an F1 Y-E-R. Oh, yeah. that's cool. Yeah, yeah. So it's very unique. Uh, when he passed away, his son, which is my dad, Mitchell, he uh, he still races. And we put that, we kind of just tribute to him at the Charlotte race, anyway, in 2017. And uh, we re-lettered our whole car and everybody just loved it because it's, because when it's done right, it's, it's an absolutely beautiful scheme with the colors and and the uniqueness of it. I think it's a fantastic idea, and I, I'm going to be there. I can't wait to see all this tonight. Now, what what will you be doing tonight? Working a lot. <laughs> um, <laughs> I won't be. I'll be uh, uh, watching you work. Um, no, my dad, he's running in three divisions tonight. That's anyway, what Jada said. Uh, yeah, he's running in three divisions. I'm actually at the shop now. He's probably working for a minute. Anyway, but uh, I'm out. Uh, no, we're running three divisions tonight. They're having, I think it's seven divisions. I don't have the schedule pulled up in front of me. It is seven. Yeah, it, and, and he's running in Thunder Bomber, Renegade, and Crate Sports. Wow. Anyway. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, he won each one of those heat races last night, Dylan? Yeah. Yeah, he won wow. all three of his heat races. He, uh... Well, the goal was to get in the redraw. They're, they're doing a redraw thing anyway tonight for uh, the top. I think it's the top four in Renegade, the top four in Thunder Bomber, and right. the top three in Craig Sportsman. The anytime when they come out with a format like that, the goal is to get in the redraw. And lucky for us, and, and with some good performances, we changed on, on setup last night. We was able to do that. Well, I'm looking forward to it. Now, uh, I, I want to wish you the best of luck, and I just I think that's the best laugh I've had on this show yeah, this that year. Was that was that was great. <laughs> oh yeah, well, yeah, Dylan. Like, there's um, some more stories I could tell you, but we we have to do them off air. I, I'm sure. <laughs> anyway, um, especially about that one picture. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, is there anyone that that you and your family? Um, I know that you have done a ton of. Uh, public speaking on the matter um, from press conferences to speaking last night at the track um, any you know shout outs and thank yous to those who have made this race possible because um, it certainly was a success <coughs> last night and I, I can only wait for night two yeah uh, definitely I'd like to, like to thank uh, on behalf of the family uh, the racetrack first for putting it on uh, they did. They did a great job of working with us. Uh, Tony Adair, Jan McGinnis, uh, Scott Childers, Bill Hatchcock, um, 
all, all the people who helped make that possible from the racetrack. Uh, it was it was a special night, and hopefully it's going to be a traditional thing. Um, well, we can do this every year. Um, the sponsors who, who who got in on this Hendrick Racing Engine, the Performance Automotive, um, the anonymous sponsors, uh, Jimmy Collins. Um, they did they did. A, a lot for this race to really make it, put it over the top and be a special, special event. Um, the Wayne Goins have spent a lot of time, uh, working, working in, in, in people like me and the Wayne who, who were just wanting to do it to honor Papa's legacy. Absolutely. Uh, we, we was not, we, when I sat down with Tony, I, I told him it's not about the money to me. It's about honoring his legacy yep. for me. And, and the Wayne felt the same way. And he really did a lot more than, he uh then he was never asked to do or required to do and uh it was just everything come together um it just seemed like everything every idea we had it all come together beautifully last night and the world of a world of outlaws um oil racing group they they was they worked with us tremendously from the press conference to the race last night uh really when you, when you deal with bigger sanction series like that you don't expect to get a lot of respect and time uh, because they're, you know, they're, I mean, in other words, they're kind of uppity. A lot of people can be, especially when they get to that position in, in motorsports. Um, but they, they was great to work with. And, uh, yeah, it was everybody and all the fans also. Absolutely. The Without the coming. fans, none of this would be possible. Yeah. And with, the, um, with, the, with the fans and the drivers coming and, and coming to the event last night and, and tomorrow night, uh, I mean, and tonight too, um, it made it. It made it special, and that many people showed up for that event. And uh, absolutely, the goal was to make the big first one a big one. That way, the rest of them can that hold up to that standard. Absolutely, uh, and, and I think we did a pretty good job of that. Y'all knocked and, it out of the park. And we'll always <laughs> be here at Start Your Engines to help uh, to help you promote whatever you need to promote, and especially something like this. I just I've. I've loved hearing about um, the caveman. I'm just I'm fascinated, but we got to let you go. We're up against a spot, and um, I um, thank you, Jada, for Absolutely. for getting yeah, Dylan nice on story. here. And um, I hope I meet you over there tonight. Yeah, yeah, I'll definitely be there. I'll be, I'll be spending a lot of time on the area tonight. We, like I said, we got a lot. To, a lot we'll of come by. I tonight. promise. I'm gonna make Jada take me around. I don't know what her normal race day job is, but tonight she's gonna. Escort you. Escort me around to these <laughs> to the celebrities. So, um, thank you for tonight, coming on, Dylan. Yeah, thank y'all. And uh, like like I said, tonight's going to be probably your best racing night of the year. It's going to be an awesome show. Uh, Absolutely. Forward to it from a competitor standpoint and a fan standpoint. Also, well, thank, so you, thank you for having me on, and, and thank you for your time. Thank you so much. We appreciate See you ya. having you on, and that was. Uh, that was Dylan. It's hard to get him to talk, isn't it? Yeah. Right. <laughs> He's he, great. He is great, and I look that's forward great, to That's great, though. He's honoring that legacy. You yeah. Know, that's, again, that's what it's all about. Yep, sure is. All right, we're going to take our final break, come back, let turn Jada loose with whatever she can uh, cram into about 18 minutes. Sounds good. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. It's easy to jump on the internet and search for financial information. But what happens when you run into conflicting articles and need to separate fact from fiction? 
That is where Trent Lancaster can help. Trent is an investment professional at Janie Montgomery Scott, located in the Spartanburg office, who will take the time to answer all of your investment questions. He can help you develop a personalized financial planning strategy with the flexibility to adapt to your changing needs. Trent can also help you with estate planning, setting up trusts, income for retirement, and legacy planning for the next generation. Call Trent today for a complimentary portfolio review by calling 864-585-8282. That's 864-585-8282. Or visit TrentLancaster.com. Janie Montgomery Scott, LLC, member FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC. When John B. White Sr. opened the Beacon Drive-In in in 1946, he probably couldn't have imagined email, the internet, or heck, even Morgan Square having a fountain. But I'll bet you Mr. White always envisioned the Beacon offering great food and tremendous service. And now, 70 years later, that tradition continues. You can't count on everything, but Spartanburg has always counted on the Beacon Drive-In for 70 years. That's decades of plenty. The Beacon, where the food is always good since 1946. Every now and then, we need to get away and relax. And there's no better way than spending time at the lake. Watery Lake RV Park and Marina in Liberty Hill, South Carolina, is the perfect place to decompress. At Watery Lake RV, enjoy full hookups, a bathhouse, bar and grill, and a boat ramp marina with ethanol-free gas. Hookups available on nightly, weekly, or monthly. Watery Lake RV Park and Marina in Liberty Hill, where families get away. Mention Fox Sports 1400 and get 5% off your stay up to three days. Call 803-273-3013. Trucks, trucks, we want trucks. trucks. If trucks are what you want, Greer Nissan is where you need to be. Nissan Truck Month is on. Trucks, 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 we want trucks. Get rock bottom prices and payments on hundreds of new Nissans. Like the Nissan Titan. Drive for $289 a month or save up to $10,845 off MSRP. Trucks, 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 we want trucks. Or the Nissan Frontier. Just $21,999. Or drive for $230 a month. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% APR for 72 months for the truck you want at the price you need. Trucks, trucks, we want trucks. Hurry to Greer Nissan today. Drive the Nissan Titan for $289 a month. Drive the Nissan Frontier for $230 a month. Trucks, trucks, we want trucks. Low prices, big selection, and committed to quality customer service on Wade Hampton Boulevard or online at GreerNissan.com. Call 864-479-1197 for more details. Want to find out what's going on on Fox Sports 1400? Visit our website at SpartanburgSportsRadio.com. We have everything you need, including the all-important Listen Lively. Find it all at SpartanburgSportsRadio.com. I don't know where to come up with this music. But, you know, uh, I want to thank Lanny McKinney, who does our podcast, and thank goodness that he does, because that's how I heard the show the last three weeks. Um, You know, I tried to listen to this show live last week, and I think the week before, and I got got Spartan Highs game from the night before. I I don't know what's going on. Well, I know Uncle Mike texted and said, we're having a little problem with the app. It keeps replaying, so I've told him to close it out and refresh it, but... Hopefully, he got it working. What you need to do is talk to my new best friend, Wally Fowler. Absolutely. And tell him how to use that flash drive <laughs> I gave him. Because <laughs> I heard he was trying to 
plug it into a uh, four-track tape player and it oh, won't no. work. <laughs> <laughs> no. He said, I want a copy of the show and I, I gave it and put it on a flash drive and gave it to your dad and he gave it to Wally. Well, and he I, said, what is this? I was right there whenever Wally looked at it like, I do not know what to do with this thing. <laughs> Just hang on to it, Wally. It'll, it'll catch up with you one of these one days. Day. Okay. Anyway, Lanny does our podcast and he does the Budmore Engineering website and does a great job for us and I've listened to his podcast. I listen going back and forth the weeks I have to drive to Charlotte, but that's uh, definitely how I heard the last three weeks show shows. And um, and also, while I'm on the subject, before I turn it over to Jada, to uh, to thank Alan Hill, who was pretty much the co-host alone a couple of those shows. I mean, Ronnie Black, of course, Ronnie does a fine job pushing the buttons and everything. And Greg uh, made it in last week. He was gone two weeks with me. But Alan, he comes in here, so, and I brag on him every week, but he comes in here so prepared with just uh, a legal pad filled up with stuff that he uh, has to talk about and results and what's going on and everything and just does a, does, does a great job. And I, I can't thank uh, Alan enough. Greg's idea to bring him on the show, and it's the best idea we ever had, I can tell you that right now. Second best idea was getting his daughter to come in when he oh, can't Oh, I don't in. know about that now. And uh, she got all the notes too. She does. I mean, and she <laughs> the handwriting's better, and she uses a pretty Pretty-color. light blue ink. So, uh, okay, Jada, what we got going on? All right. Well, tonight, um, as Dylan mentioned, we have the inaugural Mike Duval Memorial Race. This is the second night, which is um, the V8 part, uh, V8 Nationals. Um, we will have B mains and features for six oh four late model. Let me break in and say something before we forget. You had some sad news for us a few minutes ago, and we can't I, forget this. We I, can't let the show get away. Dad did text me and um, ask that I send condolences to the family of Ken Miller. Um, he passed away on Tuesday evening, and um, I, I personally did not know Ken, um, but I've heard his name over the years through the Racing Network. Um, but he was an engine builder um, in the 70s, and uh, I know he built a few engines for the uh, Gold 27 um, that Papa had. So uh, we certainly send our thoughts and prayers to uh, his family during this time. I'll see if I can do something more on him for next week because I know he worked with, I think I think he worked with Bud Moore and Jack Smith and on Cotton. No, I think he worked with about everybody. Absolutely. Because I've seen his name on, uh, I know I saw his name on Jack Smith's car. But anyway, we, yeah. we, uh, we do want to pass along our condolences and thoughts because your dad told a real funny story about him as the show was going off. Off the air last week. <laughs> There's no telling. That has many, many past memories. <laughs> well, he told a good one. But anyway, all right, we got about eight or nine minutes. Go all ahead. Right. So tonight, Cherokee Speedway, the B mains and features for the 604 late model, they are actually running for $5,000. We have Limited Sportsman for 3000 Crate Sportsman 3000 Thunder Bombers 3000 Renegades 3000 So that is a nice payday for these uh, local V8 um, drivers. The complete program for Pure Stocks and the 602 Thunder Series tonight. So that means, um, gentlemen, that all qualifying and heat races were run last night. Um, the racetrack decided to do a redraw tonight. Well, why? why? I mean, I thought that's what qualifying and heat races were for I, I, to decide the line. Harry, I really can't get into the thought of a redraw right now, okay? Well, I've never heard of one, so I mean... Well, you, you, I, it's... They say that it makes better racing, but I guess it depends on where you're starting at. I guess it does. <laughs> so, 
So, I mean, um, I don't know if you can just raise your hand and say, redraw. You know, I don't know if that's uh, how it works or not. But Yeah, I'm not really sure. Anyway, go um, ahead. So, we will have a redraw at the driver's meeting. Um, driver's meeting is at 6 o'clock. Um, pit gates open at 2 o'clock. Grandstands open at 3. Uh, $20 for the grandstands. $30 for the pits. Um, last night, we had a total of 135 cars. Um which was 108 of the V8, and adding on two more classes tonight, I'm sure we're we're probably edging maybe 150 cars. And how was the 25T? 25T finished second in the heat race, and so now, this is this is Jada's husband, Danny Tesnier, the driver of Allen's 25T. That's correct. So we will be in the redraw. Um, so I, I asked, when are we going to redraw? And they said, well, we're going to redraw tomorrow at the drivers' meeting, and. So I, I want to know where we redraw right now. And Danny said, well, honey, here's the thing. The best we can do is fourth, and that's where we're, I mean, the worst we could do is fourth, and we're already there. So just <laughs> hold on, and okay. we'll do the redraw tomorrow. <laughs> All right. Um, unique thing about this evening is that uh, they will be doing the victory lane on the front stretch. Um, they usually do it in the victory lane circle, but I think to be a little bit closer to the fans and to give a new experience to the race, They'll be doing it on the front stretch. There'll also be the uh, paycheck of $3,000, and they will have a belt to be given. Um, no one has seen the look at the belt yet, so uh, each one is excited about that. Um, results from last night, we... Um, I hope it's got Fred Flintstone on it. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, the, In honor, I mean, the World of Outlaw... Um, caveman night. Uh, ...trophy last night was... Absolutely stunning. Um, a lot of hard work was put into it. It had the Flintstone flyer on it. Um, I was fortunate enough to be there with the family whenever they had a first glimpse of it. And um, it it was just remarkable. Um, and she's looking for it yep, as we there, speak. There it is right there. Um, and I know that oh, that's cool. the I family like that. was more than oh, pleased wow. with it. Um, certainly a unique trophy yes. to, to go in someone's shop. and. Yeah. Um, actually, it went into the shop of Brandon Overton. Um, he won last night, the World of Outlaws. He actually finished third uh, Thursday night at Livonia Speedway um, with our local driver, Chris Smokey Madden, finishing first. And his car owner, Scott Bloomquist, finishing second. Mm. Um, Big names. Yeah. And last night, Chris was able to take home second place. So, he certainly um, is back on a, a good streak. Um, as we said, top four will redraw um, for tonight's race. We are also looking um, for many, many cars uh, to join Pure Stocks. Pure Stock usually does not run um, at Cherokee Speedway. And they have asked numerous times to be on the schedule. So uh, Scott and Tony said, absolutely, come on over. Um, we'll, we'll add you to it. Um, all divisions will also do an out-of-car pre-race intro before the feature. Now, I don't know what that looks like because we've never had it at Cherokee Speedway. So I'm also interested and excited to see what this is like. So I'm going to see some stuff nobody's seen. Yeah, you, first time. This is a good one to go to, uh, Harry. I'm coming. I'm on the way. Oh, I'm glad. I'm goof around till 5 o'clock and leave. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, we, I'll, I'll touch back, um, as I mentioned earlier, um, at the 11 o'clock hour on Traveler's Rest, the um, Robert Bradley Memorial. Got the uh, rundown of that, and I'll quickly touch on the 
uh, top three from each division. Front wheel drive was Chris Coggins. Second was Mitchell Coggins. Third was Chris Williams. Young Guns went to Blaze Coggins. Second, Dallas Thornton. Third, Jake Jackson. Limited Sportsman went to Bradley Weaver. Second was Everett Dunlap. Third, Tony Pierce. Thunder Bomber. Uh, Future, Alan Walker. Tyler Harris. Third, Jordan LeClaire. Pure Stock. First went to Kevin Nations. William McGrew was second. Third, Danny Sexton. Renegade. Uh, Michael Barbie, Danny Sexton, Timmy Smith, Thunder Bomber. Now, as I said earlier, these, these boys put on a show. Um, if I'm not mistaken, there was 36 last night at Cherokee Speedway. <clears throat> and we That's had field. four heat races. Um, and, and this race at uh, Traveler's Rest come down to the last turn going for the checker. And Chris Jackson got by Steve Green. Um, and Bailey Hip did as well. But in... Post race inspection, um, Chris Jackson and Bailey Hip were disqualified, so the win went to Steve Green. Um, so that's always interesting. I can um, and Steve Green is also looking good for this evening. So um, Carolina did not race last weekend, uh, taking off this weekend as well because of. I, I really think everybody in the Upstate will be at Cherokee Speedway tonight. Yeah, sounds like it. Yeah. <laughs> so we are certainly looking for a great night. Um, well, I can't wait. That's all I've got. That's great. Well, you got plenty. I do. I tell you, for our listening audience out there, I've, I have invited Jada to be on on a regular basis. Well, what I that, appreciate that. What that turns out to be, we're not sure if, if we could get her to do a monthly spot or a or a, you know or even a, something weekly. I don't, you know, we'll talk about it. Thanks, Perry. Okay. Uh, Looking at the TV schedule, there's really not a whole heck of a lot. But um, today at 12.30, shortly after we go off the air, is uh, Xfinity qualifying at Dover. That is on NBCSN. At, uh, and i tell you that, that's 12.30. And then at 1.30 is the Cup qualifying at Dover. And that's on NBCSN as well. Then at 3 o'clock is the race, the Xfinity Series Dover race, uh, which... Well, I put my papers away. It's got some funky name. I don't remember what it was, but they'll tell you all about it at 3 o'clock on NBCSN. Uh, if you got Mav TV, ARCA is running their, uh, I think it's their next to last race tonight at Brownsburg, Indiana. And that's at 8 o'clock. That will be live for ARCA. And the big change is coming for ARCA next year, as Nelson told us. And then tomorrow at 2.30 on NBCSN is the Dover race at NASCAR. And I don't. I had all that written down. I don't know the name of the race, but it's the it's 400 miles. I know they shortened it several years ago. And um, just looking ahead a little bit and thinking about uh, Mike Hill, the WeatherTech Sports Car Championship is at Road Atlanta. And if you've never been to Road Atlanta, it's uh, I love it. I've I got a great Road Atlanta story. I'll save it till next week. <laughs> I spent a lot of time at Road Atlanta back in the early 70s with the Can-Am cars and the Formula yeah. 5000. Some great racing, beautiful track. Um, so, that's about it. That uh, What I was going to say, that's at 3.45 next. Uh, actually, that would be the qualifying next Friday at 3.45. And that's as far as my... Uh, uh, nope, no, I've got it right here. They're going to run the race at Road Atlanta at 3 o'clock next Saturday. And that'll end up their season. And I know Mike Hill's drivers... Before I went on 
my leave of absence, they were seven points back, I think, or three or two, but now they're 12. So they started out real good when the season opened up, and they, uh, the Mazdas just kicked it in a, another gear, and, and Montoya started winning. So uh, I know the, the Cadillacs were tearing them up the first three or four races, and they're hanging in there, but uh, it looks like uh, it's going to have to take something close to a miracle for them to pull out the championship but they're still doing great and i love those cars and it's a fascinating series Uh, a couple of minutes left um thanks for coming bill enjoyed it as usual next time uh Look at your caller ID closer, and if you don't want to do it, don't answer. <laughs> Block this call. <laughs> Block me out. <laughs> no. I enjoy it. I really well, do. Well, thank you. And, Jada, it's always a pleasure to yeah. have you. And it's nice to meet you. I Absolutely. never met you before. Nice to meet both of you. And um, open invitation. I don't hope that Alan has to work on the car every week or go to Concord for a part. But right. if he does, please. I, I was... Absolutely delighted when I got your text this well, morning good. saying that you could come in if because uh, Dad's working on the car and I, I you know, I, I'd really like to see him take home some hardware and some money tonight since um, I'm going to be there. Absolutely. Well, we're certainly going to give it our best shot. Um, um, I, I, that's a lot of money yeah. for stake tonight. For all those different and everything is a main event, right? Everything is a main event except for the um, Pure Stock and the 602 Thunder Series and. If I'm not mistaken, each main event is running somewhere between 25 and 30 laps. Okay. Um, which our typical main events run about 12 laps. So, um, wow. this will be a different kind of race for us. I hope, uh, when I was texting um, Alan about it earlier in the week, telling him that this, this is the one I picked out to come to. In fact, I picked it out as we were talking about it. And uh, it's going to be... Uh, uh, beautiful fall evening, I hope. I'm a, Bring your hoodie. I am. Yeah. I'm bringing <laughs> my hoodie, warm. and I can't wait to get out there. And uh, Can't wait uh, to have Spartanburg's you. Spartanburg's home for Up Late with KB. Weeknights at 11 is Fox Sports 1400. WSBG Spartanburg. Now on FM at 98.3. <laughs> Sports trending now. On Friday night, the upstart Washington Nationals knocked off the Dodgers in L.A. 4-2, tying their NLDS at one win apiece. Steven Strasburg, 10 strikeouts in six innings for the win, allowing 